To Hungry Roses, Season 2, Episode 7. I'm Eva. And I am Lisa. And y'all, <laughs> this week, or sorry, past week and a half was a gut punch like no other. Like, you know, like the drama popped off with Rachel Kirkinell and Chris Harrison, which was bad in and of itself. And then I watched the episode, Lisa. And it was like getting knocked over again when I was already down. Oh. <laughs> and I've just sort of been in this coma of sadness ever since. No. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? Like this week's episode was rough. It was really emotionally rough and I had a hard time. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. It was a lot. Ugh. So let's let's talk about it. We said we were going to talk about the drama, so let's let's just dive into it and get it done. Talk about it. So for those of you, I'm assuming probably the majority of our listeners know what happened, but I'm just going to give a really really brief, spark noted version of the events <laughs> that happened, uh, sort of leading up to episode seven. Um, Rachel. Kirkinell. I think that's how you say her last name. Is that correct? Kirkonnell? Kirkinell? I think it's Kirkinell, but I don't know. Your best guess is as good as mine. Um, <laughs> the, the one that I always say looks like Rebecca Black. That's, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Um, so Homegirl got into hot boiling water. Um, and I, I thought it was like, boom, boiling water. But no, no, no. Apparently, this sort of had been on an ongoing thing since the start of the season. Because it all started with tweets and pictures that she liked. Um, of You know, of things that, you know, maybe weren't the greatest. Like, friends of hers with Trump flags or whatever, you know. And so, like, that was already a bad look and people were already mad. And then... These pictures surfaced of Rachel at a South Ball party that was Lady Antebellum themed. And not for those Lady of you who don't Antebellum, know, like myself, that's a band. No. It's just Oh, well, that is a band, but it's Antebellum. Just Antebellum. Antebellum. Mm-hmm. Antebellum. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you for the correction. Um and for those of you who don't know, because I didn't until this happened and I didn't understand what the issue was, and that's my own, you know, ignorance and idiocy and I'm sorry I just I didn't know I'm not from the south so I didn't know I don't what think that that's was. idiocy on your part you're not from there so you wouldn't know these things <laughs> that's true and I'm from yeah, there and I didn't know um, those things and I don't right. call that's I don't right, think I'm an idiot no that's right I'm sorry I didn't mean to imply I just I you know I I felt really horrible that I didn't know what this was um but basically it's when you go to a party at a plantation house and the girls dress up like Scarlett O'Hara and the guys wear Confederacy uniforms and you celebrate the good old days, air quotes, of the South, celebrating slavery, all that stuff. Really bad. Really, really not great. (laughs) Um, And basically, Bachelor Nation exploded in anger Um, It took her a really, really long time to issue any kind of stance, uh, which then 
prompted even more anger and then rumors which I what I listen y'all I promised Lisa I promised her when we started this podcast it was like the the deal it was the thing (laughs) I was not allowed to look up spoilers and so once I saw that that was part of the rumor wheel I was like oh I don't want to know I don't want to know but the rumors indicated that the reason why Rachel Kirkconnell hadn't wasn't responding or wasn't issuing any kind of statement was because she wins this season. And, you know, I always assumed that there is a gag order, you know, obviously that you can't speak until it's all done. Um, But so like that's just kind of what I assumed. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm just I'll wait until she's able to say something and see what she has to say. But that quickly got debunked. by Rachel Lindsay, who's also a part of this. She's a former bachelorette. Um, and she, I'll, I'll get into this more later, but she basically was like, no, no, no. Like there was nothing stopping her from issuing a statement. Like she can't do exclusive interviews, but she absolutely could have made a statement of some kind the second that this got really, really bad. And so that made people even more angry. Like it was just this... James and the Giant Peach sized angry cloud of anger that was just everywhere you looked. You know what I mean? Everyone was super, super mad. Um, And then (laughs) Rachel Lindsay gave, was interviewing Chris Harrison, right? And they were, it was the close of the, like they had gotten through everything, all the talking points, whatever. And they get to the very end of it. And just sort of as a throwaway comment, um, Rachel Lindsay asked Chris Harrison, like, what do you think of this Rachel Kirkinell situation? And you guys, he, <laughs> this, this was a moment where this man had been holding in these frustrations that he's been feeling and he just exploded like a volcano. Like it was word diarrhea to the max. He just went off. Right. And Rachel Lindsay sat there and took it and just kind of let him dig his own hole. I don't know how else you describe it. Um, Cause he, he was trying to defend her, Rachel but it just, he said so many other things that just, it was like digging his own grave. I don't know how else, how else to explain it. Um, and at the time that he gave this interview, Rachel still hadn't made any kind of statement yet, right? So it was just really bubbling over. Um, <laughs> and like he was saying things like the woke police and he was what else did he say Lisa he was talking about like tearing down do you tear down yeah he just went way too far in like way too far he could have just kept it focused on Rachel and said I don't know what's going on Mm -hmm. she hasn't said anything let's wait to hear what she says from what Mm -hmm. I know of her she seems really wonderful and this doesn't seem characteristic in the rest of her nature or her uh, character but let's just wait and see what she says he could have just left it at that but he went into or, like, or even, or even like, obviously, I don't approve of this. But like, let's wait and see. Right. You know what I mean? That right. kind of thing. It could have been really short and sweet and simple, right. and that didn't no. happen. He just he <laughs> not, went off. He just he, he went into like, should we tear down history? At breakneck speed. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Woke. Police, he talked about the woke police. It was just. It wasn't a good. Like good. bad, bad look. We. I want to give Chris the benefit of the doubt in saying like I. I think he was just trying to be like. A f- like a protective person for her but when you say mm-hmm. the woke police it gets real itchy real fast because here's 
Yeah, because so here here's the other thing. Um, so there is a another podcast that I've that I'm listening to now. I I wasn't before because I didn't know it was a thing, and all of this made it pop up in my YouTube feed because they have like a podcast. Uh, audio format but they also put their podcasts up on YouTube um, and it's called Higher Learning and it's with Rachel Lindsay and her friend Van Lathan um, and I listened to her talk about this interview with Chris Harrison after the fact and it was just really eye-opening because I, I mean it, I already felt bad and uncomfortable with this interview because I was like oh no Chris what you, what are you doing Chris Harrison um, but then like for her to be like yeah he was talking over me and he just kept cutting me off and you know, he he didn't have a problem with how this interview went until he started getting backlash. Like when she said these things um, and I was like, oh, man. And it just made me even more sad because it was like, yeah, you right. <laughs> you right. And then she actually brought up this point with the woke police specifically. It's like if you replace the word woke with accountability, accountability police. You know, like it's oh yikes! It was just yeah. The woke police. It was rough. Sounded <sighs> not good. Really bad. Bad. Really, really, really not great. And everything. Yeah. So, uh, so after he gave this interview, Rachel did issue an apology. Um, it's not our apology to accept. You know, me, both me and Lisa are white, so it's we're, you know, I I will say because I've seen many a Instagram apology note. <laughs> from beauty gurus of youtube <laughs> sorry guilty pleasure of mine um and out of all of these note apologies that i've seen like i it was written you know better than most um but it's not our apology to accept I'll, only time will tell if the words that she spoke um if she meant them because you can make words sound real nice you know you can make them sound perfect it's like a proposal you know it's like you can say the most beautiful thing on the planet and then 10 years down the road you can still be garbage (laughs) right or maybe not I don't know maybe that maybe that doesn't make sense but you know what I mean it's like you can make words sound so good and earnest and then but really it's your actions that will indicate if you meant the earnest that that's not a word but if you meant it you know what I mean um and you know me obviously me and Lisa talked about this you know, beforehand off mic. And I agree with her that um, I think Chris Harrison was just trying to like give Rachel the space to prove to us that she's not this person. And it just didn't, it didn't go well at all. It wasn't, he did not um, execute that well at all. Um, And he issued an apology after Rachel's apology that people weren't really buying you know they they didn't care and then shortly thereafter he issued another one where he said he is actually going to take a step back from bachelor nation for a while for an indefinite amount of time we have no idea um we know that he's going to be on the women tell all but he is not going to be on after the final rose we have no idea if he's going to be in bachelor in paradise or bachelorette like we have no idea how long this is going to be um and the consensus from what I'm gathering from people is that, like, if he shows up, like, soon, people are going to be big mad because they're, you know, it's like he didn't learn anything at all. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so really, at this point, um, we it's a waiting game. We're, we're going to be obviously watching and waiting to see what happens because um, actions speak louder than words do. And if they both of them meant what they said, um then 
we will see it. And if they didn't, we will also see that, right? Is that a good way to put it? <laughs> yeah, I think I think her apology was was really well written. Um, yeah, I mean, she's got to have a good publicist, I'm telling you. <laughs> like, she has got to have... Well, whoever she talked to basically must have said, you, you, you have to only say I'm sorry. Own what you did. Yeah. Which is how an no apology excuses. should go anyway, right? Like, yeah. I listened to this podcast yeah. this summer that I really appreciated on, like, and it was a Brene Brown podcast, and she was interviewing this woman about how yes. to apologize. Yes. And she basically said, like, if you don't agree with what they're saying to you, you know, like, figure out where you sit in that situation. Mm-hmm. And this is what I, like, I don't know why Rachel took so long I would I would like to think yeah. that she wanted to take some time to figure out where she sat and how to address it. Like I said, we don't know the details. Yeah. I don't know. It could be we bad. Don't. It could be good. I have no idea. But yeah. uh, just what this woman said, she's like, you've got to take some time. It's okay to say, I, I want to hear what you have to say, and I'm not going to respond because I want to sit with it, and I want to make sure that what I say in response, I really mean. And to sit down yeah. and figure out, where you feel like you have done wrong in the situation and to address that mm-hmm. to make sure that whatever you say mm-hmm. is honest that you're not apologizing yes. for things that you don't feel sorry for <laughs> yes. and yeah especially because if you don't actually see it and feel it you're not going to change that behavior and yep. to make sure that you when you address that again that you actually say um i am so sorry for these things and I will absolutely try to be better and to change these things in the future. Yeah. Period. 100%. Period. And, yeah. Because the second you... And oh, when sorry, people go ahead, go ahead. try to say like, well, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm sorry that they made you feel bad, but you were asking for it. Or, but, you know, mm-hmm, like, and but, you're, this is, this but, is what you contributed to make me do that. Or, you know, it's like yeah. you just have to mm-hmm. completely come clean and just say, own these it. are the things that I really, it. like, yeah. now that I think about it, I am so sorry that that hurt you and I am so sorry I did that and I will try not to eat your yogurt again you know um obviously this is a much much deeper scale than yogurt but but i at least in her apology she did those things and now at this point all we can do is like you said is just is wait hope that she aligns herself with her words yeah and the, for me, here's the thing. If the rumors are true and she does win, obviously we have no idea. Like, I'm pers- personally, I'm rooting for Michelle, but like, whatever. Um, <laughs> if she actually does win, it's hard enough for the winner and the lead after the show's done taping, you know, like to like stick it out and make it work. Um, but with all this on top of it, it's going to be really interesting. Like, all eyes are going to oh, be totally. on them the second after the final rose hits to see how they navigate this and to see how what they do is like especially for matt it's going to be really interesting to see how this all plays out um we will be watching we will be waiting like the rest of you um so that that's what happened <laughs> y'all it was crazy bananas. i mean here's another um, issue though like ugh, if you're yeah. willing to go on public television mm-hmm. you're gonna have to be willing to have your entire life exposed and you're gonna have to be ready yep. to Ugh. to navigate that regardless of what comes you know like 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Come maybe they find love and it's man. wonderful and it's everything they hope for. Mm-hmm. And right, you're going to be in the spotlight and a lot of things are going to be under a microscope and you have to you have to be ready for that. Reason number 5,099 why I could not ever go on yeah. this show. Yeah, like you better, <laughs> you better like, it's like politics, right? Like, like, oh God, yeah. Things are gonna <laughs> pop up. And yeah. you got to be ready I mean, for it. Not that I can, right? Like, not that I, as far as I'm aware, have done anything horrible in my past. But it's like, you don't know, like, someone finds something you did when you were 13 and they're like, look what she did. Like, it's just bad. Bad all the way around. Um, But, but listen, it goes without saying, we do not condone no. what has taken place. We don't approve. We do not stand by it. We want, you know... We, we just want to we want to see what happens going forward I think that's like the main takeaway here is like we don't condone this and they shouldn't have done the things that they did and we're waiting we're waiting to see what they do with their future because I mean that that will be the true like I said I grew up of, in the south I grew up in Atlanta mm, I only yeah. stayed until through high school and then I moved away for college mm-hmm. But And I had many friends that went to state colleges. I had many friends that went to UGA. Mm. I had many friends that went to Georgia State, many friends that went to Georgia Tech. And then there are lots of smaller colleges. The college that she went to is Mm -hmm. a smaller college that's further out into more Mm. of a rural area. I mean, UGA is in Athens, Mm. which is, it's like an hour and a half east of Atlanta. So it's out there. And it very much still has like plantation style Mm. architecture and things like that but I have never heard of that kind of a sorority frat party and maybe it's because I am grateful to have friends that don't do things like that and so I just didn't hear about (laughs) it but I didn't attend those Mm. schools maybe they happened and I just didn't know about it Mm. um I mean obviously they do happen and I don't know about it but like even I'm just saying like even me who grew up there and have friends that attended yeah. those universities I still hadn't heard about that until this happened. Oof. So, there it is guys. That's what happened. It was a lot. It was rough. Oh my goodness. Um and let's let's talk about the episode that just ripped the carpet out from underneath me. Are you ready, Lisa? Let's do it. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so basically this episode resumed with Heather and the Rose Ceremony, and these were the highlights, okay? Um, Heather's conversation with Matt was basically Heather telling him that, quote, obviously we haven't met before, end quote. And I'm like, or that she's here for him, like that kind of spiel. And I was like, okay. But after I listened to Nick Vile's podcast, Vile Files, um, turns out that they had met before in passing. So it's not like they had never met before. Okay. Um, and apparently she paid her way to get there and she rented that van herself. Why did she okay? choose like a she, van? I want to know why. I don't know. Girl, I don't know. Was that all Girl, that was left? Um, I don't, perchance, who knows? But like, <laughs> what's funny is that I guess with Nick, he interrupted a season similarly I mean earlier on like not like at this point in the process um but the show paid his way to get there right whereas in this situation they the show kind of made it clear to Heather they're like I don't know if this is gonna end well for you and like I don't know Heather and they finally let it happen but she paid her way to get there they did not which is like another interesting twist on this whole situation um 
And Matt tells her he has a lot to think about and that he'll talk to her later. And she's like, okay. And when Heather comes out, the mean girl behavior, y'all, came back in such a full force. I, all, okay, literally all of them, Kit, Jasenia, especially, and Piper. Like, Jasenia and Piper, I was like, girls, are you kidding me? I was so. Like, I get the frustration. Truly, I know I keep coming for these girls every week when they when they behave this way. Um, like, I can understand the frustration. But did you see Brie, Michelle, or Abigail saying horrible, mean things? No. Were they very quiet? Yes. Does that mean they probably agreed with what everyone else was saying? Potentially. But were they being classy about it? Yeah. Oh, That's what I it's about, totally guys. Totally keep it classy. You. I am 100% on board with that. Ah! <laughs> uh, and I just, it was so. The insecurity like was these girls, palpable. Oh, and like it's like these girls learned nothing at all from everything that happened prior. It just went right out the window, just whoosh. And it was yep. like, uh, like Jasenia was like, you're just bachelor hopping. I'm like, Jasenia, <laughs> are you MJ now? What's I going know, on? You just Jasenia? did this. <laughs> you like literally you just did this. Um, and. When Heather said that she didn't come there to ruin everyone's day, Piper, like, without skipping a beat, my day is pretty ruined. I'm like, Piper, you have a rose. You already have a rose. You're already safe. Okay? Like, that's the thing that really just annoyed the crap out of me with with Piper is that she was being so aggressive, like, so, so aggressive with her side remarks and everything. Um... But she already had a rose. So, so like, she should have just chilled the F out. You know what I mean? And taken a step back and been like, you know what? Like, and I think a lot of these girls sort of were in the same boat of, like, if he lets her stay, you know, then that's going to give me a reason to be upset. But to be upset with him, not her. I mean, be upset with her, fine. But, like, if you're going to, like, the fact that these girls weren't immediately upset with, like, producers and Matt. Not that Matt had any control, I guess, but like they would have had a reason to be upset if Matt let her stay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. That like they should have waited and they didn't. Sorry, it made me so angry. And like Serena C called her a virus. Kit was like, quote, like, beep, what are you doing? I'm like, Kit, Kit, Kit. I was so angry. But don't worry. I, I, uh, you know, karma comes we back swinging see for your her later. True so. colors shiny oh. Yeah. Seriously, Mm-mm. seriously, it was rough. And, you know, poor Heather. <laughs> like, OK, so I listened to this other podcast, guys, called True Crime Obsessed. OK, and they had this phrase on there called, oh, p- you're just a, a poor tropical fish, you know, where it's like you're so naive and innocent that you just like don't understand. You know, it's like Heather is a tropical fish. And she just was so utterly naive to the fact that these girls were going to rip her a new one. And she was so like upset and sobby about it, whatever. And I was like, oh, Heather, I'm so sorry. (laughs) But I digress. Anyway, long story short, Matt comes back to talk to Heather and ultimately sends her home in an actions speak louder than words kind he's, of move. He's you know what just I mean? Just the like, classiest. He is. He is. And it and like ha, and it makes me wonder like had he seen the behavior of these ladies? You know what I mean? Like the like watching it back, it's got to be real interesting for him to be like, "Man, this is what was happening and I had no idea." Like you know when I mean? she said to him, when she, when they were discussing <sighs> it in the room and he was like, "Listen. I mean, 
I wish I could take you on, but it's just a little too late in the process, and I just have to follow my heart. My heart is leading me into that room. I bet she was like, mm-hmm. it is? Do you know what's in that room? <laughs> She's like, why? <laughs> Bunch of peaches God. up in there. Like, yeah. yeah. Yep. Totally. Totally. So... But he sends her home, and then when we get to the actual rose ceremony, we say goodbye to Chelsea and Serena C. Bye, Bye. Serena C. Bye. I don't miss you. Oh, my gosh. She was um, and so terrible. She's a she virus was. in here. Like, uh, more like you You are the ongoing virus, Serena Serena C. You just keep stirring the pot because of your own anxiety of not having a strong relationship with Matt. boop a doop Um... And just, like, as a sidebar, y'all, Chelsea's walkout was fierce. Like, she had this look in her eye. Like, the schmize was there. She looked great. And she was just storming out on a runway. And I was like, okay. All right, Chelsea. Bye. You look great. Well done. <laughs> she is a model. I keep yeah. forgetting. <laughs> you know? She knows She knows what she's doing. Uh, she does um and then you guys we get the one-on-one and this was so jarring to me because obviously at this point the only two people that hadn't had a one-on-one was just Senya and my homegirl Abigail whom I love and adore and so everyone just kind of assumed oh yeah this will go to one of them and they were both nervous about it and then boom surprise y'all the one-on-one goes to Serena P who already had a one-on-one <laughs> I was beyond shocked <laughs> yeah how could you not i mean everybody was uh, and like i mean and looking back on it now i think i get i get why he gave it to her but still it was really awful and it made me really upset um and the date that he picks for them to do is tantric yoga and it does not go well Lisa's giving me a Luke right now. You can y'all. just, but oh my I God. think I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. It is. It, I mean, I I fall more on her end of the spectrum. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think he chose something because he wanted to see if there was a certain level of connection and chemistry mm-hmm. because she mm-hmm. is. She's mm-hmm. kind of. I feel like she's kind of playing this game with him where she's like, she's a little afraid of um, connection. And so she does this flirty, like, game where she's like a little bit mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's like a little bit mean yeah. and like sarcastic and jokey, but she does not get vulnerable. <laughs> and she, no. like, he's like, I, he loves it. Like, he's clearly like part of the game. He's like, oh, oh this is mm. doing it for me. But I think he also realized, like, mm, I think she's really great, and I think she's really cute, and but I also want to feel like safe and connected in this relationship. So let's yeah. do something that promotes yeah. that kind of like vulnerable connection. Yeah. And then she hates it. Hates it. The and whole tells way. him hates so much afterwards, through. and he yep. eats it mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Which was so shocking. I to know. Me. I was like what? what because <laughs> like here's the thing I said it on their first one-on-one I did not feel any kind of connection no. with these no two. like at all especially from her end 
it I did not feel any kind of connection there and this date reaffirmed that to me and and then it kind of made me angry because I remembered earlier when she oh no no yeah it was last episode when she was being super mad that Heather was there and was like what is she just gonna show up and marry him and I'm like but Serena do you want to marry him it's not looking well, like even you in do. the hometown all. promos Oh, whoever yeah. her Not family good. member Not is good. says to her, you mm. don't sister. seem smitten. It's her sister. You mm-hmm. don't seem mm-hmm. to be that nope. into this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just it's really, really. And maybe, you know, trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. Maybe she's just one of those people who is so. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know if introverted is the right word, but she's so inward that like public displays of affection of any kind really is hard for her but maybe she really does have feelings and it just really doesn't look like it like because that is a thing sometimes but I also have a really hard time believing that so I don't know I don't know but it was rough you know and she says that like she's really not into PDA and like and like she tells him she was waiting for it to be over and I just it really was upsetting but sidebar homegirl must have been a contortionist in another oh my gosh she was she so flexible flexible i was like how are you yeah. doing this yeah <laughs> like did he have her up in airplane at one point she was like she, touching like, her, her head her with her feet. toes i was like how yeah <laughs> girl is stretchy it's just like it was nothing yeah i'll tell I you like, what okay. i liked about their interaction though <sighs> tell me tell me i would have been like <laughs> I mean, this says a lot about me, but if I had done that date and I felt wildly uncomfortable, I don't know that I would have had yeah. the courage to be so blunt about that as she was. That's true. And That's he true. took it That's so true. well. He was like, That's cool. Um, I love it when you when you're honest with me. And I would rather you be honest with me. And I love that you're willing to like Yeah. Just be a hundred percent real and I'm like wow yeah. that was a much yeah. better reaction I mean because if I were and maybe he was <laughs> trying to like sh- you know show some good face in the moment but like I would have been like right, afraid that right. he would have been like sad <laughs> you know yeah. like oh I, mean, I planned I this been. date that I thought I I mean I really enjoyed and you hated it and I, and now that I know that you mm-hmm. felt so uncomfortable I feel bad that you feel comfortable but he was like yeah girl you tell me how you feel I want to know how you feel. I love that. I think you're more attractive now that you said that. I'm like, wow. (laughs) Which kind of goes to show that he must actually really, really like her more than I thought possible. Because, again, I was not feeling those vibes. But if he is, this is about Matt. It's about him finding happiness. So, you know, whatever floats his boat. Um, But, yeah, and you basically said what I was going to say and then their date ends with a really cute ice skating moment and I was like okay all I'll right, tell you where we'll I thought this was goes. going when Abigail was <sighs> tell me, like tell me, tell me. so sad that she didn't get it yeah and she was like I just don't really know where his head's at and in my head I'm thinking of uh um the first date with yeah. um Serena P I was like oh yeah I was like I know why he asked he called this date he's like he feels great about Abigail and he really mm-hmm. has to double check Serena P. That's why he did um, mm-hmm. Katie, right? Like, he's like, I mm-hmm. need to do a one-on-one so that I can weed this person out. I really didn't think he was going to give her the rose. And then he's yep. all like, Same. I can't and wait then... to meet your family. And I was like, huh? Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, quote, I really like you. I want your family's approval. And I was like, <gasps> I was like, plot twist. In. Plot twist. <laughs> plot twist. Okay. You do you, buddy. Here you we do go. You. Buckle up. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> so, yeah. 100% could not agree more. And then, you guys, we get a group date that is actually just an evening cocktail party. <laughs> And pretty much, <laughs> I was like, okay, they've run out of date ideas, so we're just sticking to the cocktail Truly. parties. Cool, 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 cool. Um, and here's how it goes. Okay, Brie, homegirl Brie, this shook me to my cores. I clutched my pearls. I gasped. I threw my my metaphorical wine everywhere. It was like <gasps> I just could not believe this. Brie tells him that she quit her job for him. I don't think that's. And I was like. <gasps> Sorry. And because his response, Lisa, his response was, thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> what? <laughs> ah, sorry. I just, the raptor came out. The raptor came out because I just, I couldn't. I could, cause like you could tell these girls were gonna go heavy. Okay, these girls were like, "This is this is our moment in the sun." Sorry, that's from Galavant, everyone. But like you could just tell going into this that these girls were not gonna play softball. They were gonna get to oh, the yeah. point with him, and Bree did. Bree did. Sorry, go ahead, Lisa. What were you gonna say? I I think in her case it was especially significant because, like you said, yes. she explained the symbolism of what her job meant to her and the yes. security it gave her. Yes and how much fear yes. she had in quitting and it but like it was her dream this job is, yeah you know? exactly mm-hmm. but the, and that's the mm-hmm. significance of how she feels about this opportunity and she wanted to really drive that mm-hmm. home of like you mean so much and this possibility yep. with you specifically means so mm-hmm. much that mm-hmm. i was willing to do mm-hmm. that i think the reason mm-hmm. part of the reason that he said thank you for sharing that with me is because i think a lot of people have to quit their job to do the bachelor <laughs> Well, I don't, I mean, maybe, maybe some don't, but, like, but how many jobs are like, oh, take four months off? Sure. Yeah. We'll have this waiting for you when you come back. I don't think, I don't think four, I don't think it films for four months. I think it's really more like two and a half or something. I don't think it's four months, but still, but still, I get your point. I get your point. It's, but to me, it felt like a big slap to the face because had this been, uh, we'll get to it. He doesn't give Brie the rose, but out of everyone, I thought he should have given Brie the rose. And the fact that he didn't really well, upset but me. but maybe that's an indicator like, that he's not. It is. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. It's got to be. It's you got to oh, be an I bet that was a sucker just... punch for her. Oh, I mean, like when the we'll get to it. Let's OK, let's hit the rest and then we'll talk about the reactions at at the end of this. Um, so that happened. And then Abigail. Oh my gosh, my heart. <laughs> I just love her so my much. My heart. Um, she has a heart-wrenching come to Jesus moment with Truly. him where she basically like confronts him on what's going on with them. And he tells her the following. And as if I hadn't already through my wine, my computer, and everything else around me during Bree's moment. He tells her that he, and I'm paraphrasing here, that he purposefully pursued other relationships because he felt strong enough for her. And that as a result, he had formed stronger connections with the that other girls so there. That was so sad. Horrible. Horrifying. Because it's like there's literally nothing Abigail could have done. Like literally nothing. He made this choice and he didn't maintain the feelings with her. And like there was nothing she could have done. And it was so 
so upsetting. It, I was, I wanted to scream. I wanted to scream at him. I was like, you've been so good and you did this? You did this to her? But like, ugh, but then again, I can't get super mad because at least he was honest. <laughs> yeah. It's really hard. I just was really mad. I was so upset with him. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. That he, I mean, I was happy that he was blunt with her because like that's what right. she asked for. But it was, it killed me. I was so I died. And then she basically goes home right then and there, which is insane because like that's never happened as far as I'm aware. Or maybe it has. I mean, I think it happened during Tasha had a group date situation where she sent somebody home. Do you remember that? It was like he said the wrong thing. It was a like, what else is there kind of moment? And she was like, okay, bye. And she sent him home. And this is obviously very different, but it was jarring. I mean, that's got to be jarring. so sad because this whole time she thought, and I thought, and probably many other people mm-hmm. thought. And me oh, and everyone. He's, everyone, all he's of us. not worried yeah. about her. And there's all of this footage that off camera that we don't see. And we're just assuming that like, yep. oh no, they're they're connecting and they're, you know, straight. Mm-hmm. No, he's like, yeah, I kind of mm-hmm. forgot about you. And then everybody else got a lot further. Yep. And sorry about that. Ugh, to her By face. the way, to you should probably face. just leave. Oh. Uh, but then you know what you know what he had the audacity, the audacity to say to her as she got into the car the audacity he said quote I wish we had more time and I am not a strong person okay but I wanted to punch him in the throat I was like Matt you shut up you shut up because like we've heard that before with other leads where they say that and you're like that's not what you mean don't say that you don't mean that like don't give them yeah, a reason to totally. like think about that he, as they le- like after they leave he was totally brutally honest with her uh, and it just it makes it just really it sent me over the edge and now i'm just really mad at matt <laughs> like from that point on i was just really frustrated with that <laughs> and then you guys we have so abigail leaves and she's just utterly crushed and i got misty i was so upset i was invested i really liked abigail you know I did too. It's she like, was sweet I'm not really- yeah, it's like this season has been weird because I haven't really been rooting for anybody. But like I was rooting for Abigail. I'm rooting for Michelle, you know, just like weird things like that. And it's just ugh, upsetting. Anyway, so then we get Kit's time with him. <laughs> this was interesting. Um, Kit tells him that getting married and having kids has to wait because she wants to finish school and travel and get her career settled first. I keep forgetting. That she's, she's so like young, you know, so, so, so young. Keep forgetting that. Um, and he, you know, was super supportive and was like, yeah, I'm not about to like make you do something you're not ready to do yet. Um, and that kind of thing, which was nice to hear and to see, you know, he was being validating. So that happened. And Kit is like, so sure she's getting the rose. Spoiler alert. She's not. Um, <laughs> the only notable thing that happened with Rachel is that when they kissed his eyes were closed and I was like that has got to be a sign please god almighty that has got to be a sign why is that even a thing (laughs) is what I want to know because this man doesn't keep his eyes I know but why doesn't he he? is that weird I don't know he says it's like a thing where he likes to watch the person he's attracted to and I'm like that just scares me out I don't like like that that either I don't like that at all nope 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 octopus on that <laughs> if y'all don't know what that is, uh, go into your GIF bar, your GIF GIF bar, and type in nope, 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 octopus, and it should pop right up. It's an octopus just like running away. It's really funny. Anyway, oh, and then we get to Rachel. Oh, boy. Ah, and he says the following. And as 
I have said many a time before in the past 10 minutes, if I wasn't already on the floor gasping for air out of being shocked, (laughs) he said the following, quote, when I'm not with you, I'm thinking about you, end quote. (laughs) I mean, it's, whoa, it's a lot. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. It's a lot clearer than thank you for sharing that with me. So. Oh, I couldn't. I just couldn't. He must really like her. He it makes not 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 a ton of sense to me, but he really likes her and it's about him. So if it makes him happy, that's fine. But still, I was just oh my gosh. so perturbed. Oh my gosh. I don't even know what emotions you're feeling uh, right now because I can't even tell. Just like just like a combination of clutch my pearls, shookethness, and are you kidding me? And sadness for Abigail and anger for Bree. Just a lot. It's a lot. Okay. It's just a lot. It's like a snowball. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Oh, and then you guys, as if sending Abigail home during this date wasn't enough of a gut punch, Matt gives Rachel the rose and then takes her away to have this a cute was so little weird. dancey moment. This was so bizarre While they were being sung to. Yeah. And like... It, it was so uncomfortable because obviously the the camera pans to the faces of the rest of the girls and they're crushed. They're utterly devastated and silent tears and like Bree's face, pardon me, Bree's face was like destroyed. Kit was not happy, but I, you know, Kit karma. So I don't particularly feel pity why, for you, but the, you know. Why did this happen? Like this is the only time this has ever happened where they've been like, as far as I know. Whoever yeah. I give the rose to, I'm going to have a little mini date after. What? What? No. I no. mean, Never like happened. you said, Never this happened. is all about him. So the roses represent the people that he feels the most interest in. So yeah. even though, so. like, yeah. she went out, Brie went out on a limb and was like, hey, this is how much I care about you and this is how much is on the line and I just want to mm-hmm. reemphasize that. Mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. he clearly is more interested in Rachel. And so he gave her the rose because he knows for sure that he wants Rachel to stay. He's not so sure about Brie. Uh, and like the song that was sung to them is like basically a proposal song. It's called I oh Do, boy. you know, and I was like, <laughs> yippee skips, yippee skips. And I just felt so bad for the rest of them. I will say this. I will say this. Brie probably should have talked to him before quitting her job, but like I digress. It's fine. I just I just felt so bad. I felt so bad for all of them and it was really hard to watch. Um and then, you know, you assume that's the end of the night, but no no, it's not. Sure isn't, because we have a surprise exit. Kit shows up to Matt's place in her big fur coat. <laughs> And tells him basically that he deserves someone who's ready for him to get down on one knee and like propose right then and there and that it's not her and that she is unwavering in this. Well, because he tries. Yeah, he tries to. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no. Sorry. You finish up. You finish up. No, just that he tries to be like, I want you to stay. And she's like, well, this makes this even harder because I'm unwavering in this. And I was like, wow, goodness me. And she leaves. But go ahead, Lisa. What were you going to say? No, I actually really admired her for doing this because I think this last, uh, little party that they had where they like each were like Mm -hmm. okay I've got to solidify my feelings so that he knows I think that really was like 
the point where she probably felt like, oh, like, yeah, I Mm -hmm. actually have a lot more plans and this man's ready to like get married and have like a settled life and Mm -hmm. I am not. And so, yeah, I should probably peace out, which was really thoughtful of her, I think. No, it is. But I honestly think that if he had given her the rose, she would have stayed. I don't think she would have returned it. And been like, actually, I can't. I think she, if he, because it was a lot for her to like share this with him. And if he had reciprocated and if he had given her the rose, I think that would have been a sign to her that she was ready. Or it would have been a sign to her that like he was right there with her. And because she didn't get the rose, she left. And I was just like, listen, karma, karma, I told you it was going to come back for you and she done did and you done left of your own accord, which is fine. But Kit, I feel zero pity for you. I mean, who's to say what anyone's uh, motivations are for coming on the show, right? Like she could have totally wanted to come on here to build her own empire. It's possible. And so she stayed as long as she could. And then pieced out of her own accord to make herself look really kind. I don't think she would have. Honestly, I think if she had gotten the rose, I don't think she would have left. I'm like pretty like that. Like I had those thoughts originally. And then I listened to Nick Vile's podcast and I can't remember who it was, but whoever his guest was said the same thing. And I was like, okay, great. I'm not alone in this <laughs> line of thinking. Um, but maybe you're right. Who knows? We will never know because we don't know. We Kit, don't know. So, yeah. No, know. I mean, it, it could have been honorable. No it could have been uh, not. But yeah. No way to know. But I'm not mad she's gone. I was like, bye. Well, I'm glad she weeded herself out because I don't think. <laughs> so long. Farewell. I don't think she's. Yeah. I mean, she's 21 and she seems like she's got some things to work out. So. Agreed. Agreed. And then you guys, I thought that that would have been like plenty sufficient for an ending of an, of an episode. But oh, no, wait. Just kidding. We still have another one on one to go. <laughs> Uh, and it goes to Jasenia as we talked about earlier and they have like a full day basically they learn like in the day portion they learn how to drive or how to drift in a really fast car I thought that was a um, weird date it was weird and when Jasenia was driving Matt looked scared as hell like he looked terrified which was so amusing to me <laughs> <laughs> he was like hanging on for dear life and the instructor in the back seat was like yeah whatever it's fine um, and then when Matt was driving, he ran into everything, basically. Like, they had boxes set up, and he plows into all these boxes. And, like, they get out of the car, and it's all busted. And I'm like, were you allowed to do that, sir? <laughs> I, and that made me so was nervous. Inter- I was like... It did. It did. Yeah. Uh, was that I was part like, of the plan? Or? No. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. And then this was really interesting to me because in the promo, they made it look like Matt lifted her up on the car of his own accord. Oh, no, no, no. Jasenia asked him what? to lift her up onto the hood of this car. Yeah. Wait. Uh-huh. She did? She did. She was like, here, can we try something? Pick me up. Oh, I totally missed that <laughs> somehow. And then like, and then he like kind of like leans over her and she like forces a kiss sort of oh like gosh. in the promo it doesn't look no, like that. But when you all. actually watch yeah. it. Yeah, but when you actually watch it, it's like, oh, okay, this is I what actually happened. I don't think he's happened. interested right. in her, and I don't know why he's kept oh, her sure for wasn't. so long. Me neither, because get because then you got... Well, okay, I have a theory. I think that he probably would have sent Jasenia home 
around the same time as MJ if that drama hadn't happened. Honestly, I think he would have maybe kept MJ around longer than Jasenia if that drama hadn't gone down. I wish he would have just like, sent both of them home. Me too. Ooh. I know, me too. But like he was trying to be honorable. He was trying to not be a douchebag. Yeah. And I appreciate that. But it really didn't um, <laughs> didn't lead to anything because we get to dinner and man, this made me so mad. It was a really cute little space that was lit up in, to the gods with fairy lights. And I was like, oh, this is so cute. But just like Katie, guys, does, if even if you go to a cute dinner place, it don't mean you stay in because Matt looked exhausted. Did you notice this? He looked tired. He looked exhausted. He was not jazzed. And he was not dressed up for a date. He was so casual looking. And I was like, ooh, like I already knew it wasn't going to go well yeah. for Jasenia when I saw him. <laughs> I was like, uh-oh. Um, and Jasenia looked really cute. And just like Katie, she was trying to bust out these moves of like, I'm so excited for you to meet my family and I want to be your rock and blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And to no avail because Matt sends her home. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so all of that for absolutely no reason. <laughs> <sighs> and she was sad. This was interesting to me. Abigail and I think Jasenia are the only people that had, like actual water came out of their eyes when they were in the van, when they were in the car going home. Did you notice well, that? Well, I mean, just me? I don't blame them for that. Who? No, but it's just. Who it's, wants well, a camera Abigail, up in your grill while you're no, having a like, very vulnerable moment? No, I know it's true, but like. At the same time, like, I'm used to girls sobbing their eyes out in the van every time they leave. And, like, that has hardly ever happened once this season. And it's just really That is true. That anyway. is very true. Ugh, moving right along to the rose ceremony. Y'all, there ain't no cocktail party. Like, it's just straight up rose straight ceremony. Up. I was like, ooh, goodness. Um, And you guys... <laughs> just, like, before we even get to this, Piper looked so unwell. Like, she looked... I think she knew she was going home and she was just totally flipping out on her insides because she was pale. She just had this look in her face and I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. And uh, basically, yeah, Piper gets sent home and she doesn't handle it well at all. No. Like, the whole way back in the car, she she's building her walls right back up again, saying she should have known better and that this is why she doesn't let her feelings govern her actions, etc., etc. And it was it was hard to watch cuz it was just like, girl, don't don't do this. Don't put your walls yeah. up. Don't do that. Like it's okay to be upset. It's valid that you're sad. I get it, but like this is not this is not the way. <laughs> but also you have to handle things however you handle them, you know, at the end of the day. But it was it was sad. And I felt bad because her dress looked so cute. <laughs> I was like, I want that dress. I want it. It was like fairy magic. It was pink and cute and whatever. Anyway. she. Um, I think she's got some. I mean, a lot of these girls have some like un unhealed things. wounds. Like yes. her reactions yes, to yes. all of this made it very evident that mm -hmm. she's. I mean, we all mm -hmm. do. But it's like her reactions were were like a little disproportionate. Like, you already had yeah. the rose for that one, and you were still, yep. like, so wildly Flipping insecure. Out. And mean. And yep. then mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this happens, and she's like, see, this is why I'm not vulnerable. And it's like, no, don't mm -mm. don't come to that mm -mm. conclusion. I mean, yeah, it always <laughs> sucks, because it's like, this is the part of vulnerability where it's like, it can either be intense joy or, like, intense sad and devastation she's yeah. in the mm -hmm. devastation and so unfortunately she's putting it in the bucket of like 
one tick against, mm. you know, feeling my feelings and being honest about my feelings. It's like, no, don't, don't <laughs> go in that direction. So, you know, we wish you the best, Piper. We're ho- we hope we hope all these girls are doing okay. You know, Abigail, you don't listen to this podcast, but we wish you well. And we hope, I, I know that after Katie was sent home, people think she should be the Bachelorette. And I do like that, but I would love for Abigail to be the Bachelorette. Like, I would just really, really love for her. And they kind of set her up. Like, her exit was more in that vein of like, well, maybe someday. And like, they didn't really give that to Katie. So like... If they pick, whoever they pick, Abigail or Katie, I'll be okay with it. But, like, I really want Abigail to be The Bachelor. (laughs) I know. That'd be so fun. Oh, my God. That'd be so delightful. And, you guys, so that's it. We have our hometown girls. It's Rachel, Serena P. Oh, and Michelle and Brie. That's who it is. So, praise be and tally ho. Oh, it was a lot. It was a lot. I just had to, like, lay down for an hour afterwards. I was like, my God. (laughs) I can't. My poor little heart. This is so... I did not anticipate this. I know I said this last week. I really did not anticipate feeling all of these feelings in this season. I really thought this was going to be a trash season, and it's not. It sure is not. Yeah, I know. It's surprising (laughs) me. So, y'all, let's get into it. You ready for the next week? Hot take take. breakdown. Here we go. So here's what happens. Serena P's like walking in to meet her fam. Hi. And her dad is like, oh, ho, ho, ho. and he looks jolly. And I love that. Yes. And Serena P is saying like, today is my hometown date. And everyone looks jovial. So huzzah, tally ho. And then we have Bree seeing her family. And I think it was her saying, this week is everything. I'm really looking forward to Matt meeting my family. It's a really, really big step. I think. I think that was all from Brie, but I I wasn't positive. And she's like crying and hugging her ma and then is like bouncing a bebe on her knee while Matt is watching, which was cute. I was like, oh, hello, bebe. How are you? Um, And then we have Michelle like going in to, to see her family. And I think it was her saying my family's opinion means a lot. Um, And she's saying hi to her mom, which was super cute. And then I think it's Rachel. I couldn't tell because they don't show us any of these people talking. I just had to sort of recognize what they like the voices um, saying, quote, I want them to ask the hard questions. It's so important to get that stamp of approval or that's two different quotes from two different people. I couldn't tell. I apologize. Please forgive me. Um, And then we have Rachel's mother (laughs) saying, quote, I've never seen Rachel in love, so I'm not quite sure what that looks like. (laughs) And she said it so matter-of-factly that I was like, <laughs> Wow. And, like, I don't know. And, like, the camera, uh, the editing makes it look looks like it pans to Rachel's face. And she's just like, this is awkward. Um, and then we have Michelle with her mom. And Michelle looks like she's been, like, like she's crying. And we hear Michelle saying, I have these moments where it's terrifying and then Michelle's mom saying, quote, does it seem too fast for you? And we kind of see Michelle nodding yes, but this could just be editing. It just could just be a trick. We don't know what she's nodding yes to. We have to wait and see. Um, and then we have Brie talking to her mom, I'm guessing, saying, I haven't told him how I feel about myself or about him. And her mom says, you have to protect yourself. And so it's like, <gasps> oh, goodness. And then we have Serena P's sister to Serena P. This is what you were talking about earlier, Lisa. Uh, to me, you don't seem smitten. And Serena P is just crying. Like, she's just full on yeah. sobbing. And it's like, uh-oh. And then we have Rachel's dad to Rachel. Quote, do you think you really get to know somebody in a matter of weeks? 
end quote. And I'm like, no, Rachel's dad, no. (laughs) (laughs) Especially this season because literally nobody's had the time. Nobody. Nobody's had the time. Who, and then we have someone saying, is she really truly ready as Rachel watches a car drive off? Who knows? That could be Rachel's mom. Who knows? I have no idea. Um, And then we see Rachel's date with Matt and they're going skydiving. And before they do the jump, we hear someone saying, you have to take that leap of faith. And they jump out of the plane. Great. Love that. Not foreboding at all. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like, and then can you imagine that they're like, "Uh, by the way, we're going skydiving. I'm sorry. (sighs) Did you consult me before you decided? Ain't gonna happen. Nope. And then we hear Matt saying, quote, there's going to be hard times in a relationship, end quote, while we see him riding a bike and holding hands with Michelle, which I thought was so cute. And then we, I think it's Serena P. We hear her saying, quote, I have this pit in my stomach. And we hear Bree saying, I think, it just feels so soon. And then while we see him and Serena P. playing hockey and kissing, um and matt blindfolded in a car while rachel's like driving really crazy full speed ahead um and then we see or someone is saying i could get my heart broken as we see rachel and matt plummeting to the ground from the sky diving right and then we see rachel's face hit the floor super yeah. hard like whack, and then they're just like, running uh yeah matt, well matt is like not sprinting right he's like lightly jogging and i'm like matt did you not just see what i saw did you see (laughs) there it is there it is (laughs) had to i apologize um but yeah everyone else is sprinting and matt's just kind of lightly jogging and i'm like homegirl did you not just see the thing it's like that clip could it could air on america's funniest home videos like it's not funny but it's like ooh, like you just know and and then we hear Matt saying, quote, everything that I was working towards is starting to crumble. And that's the end. And I I think that this is going to be the ambulance episode. Me thinks that this is where the ambulance is going to show up because we saw it in the promo. It's got to show up at some point. And if this, if Rachel smacking her face to the ground from a great height does not constitute an ambulance, I don't know what does. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, we're going to have so we'll to wait see. and see. We'll We'll see. And then, oh, my God. How did you feel about that post credit scene? It was so cute. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I loved it. Michelle. Like, so the, at first, it's Michelle asking Serena P to crack her back, which was hysterical because Serena has to straddle Miss Michelle. Like, Michelle's laying on the ground, and she's having a hard time doing so in the dress that she's wearing. And I was like, oh, this is funny. And then we get some love which between gals in the house, which has, like, never happened. That's true. And Serena, <laughs> Serena's saying, Michelle is just hilarious and a hoot. I just get a kick out of her. And I'm like, you know what, Serena P, I may have been hating on you, but that is a nice thing that you said about Michelle, so thank you. Well, it's um, fun to see them, like... Like, I'm sure on camera they're trying to, like, well, this is not true of everyone, obviously. But for Mo- most people are trying right. to be on their best behavior, you know? Yeah. And so yeah, it's yeah, nice yeah. to kind That's of true. see some of these people, like, in their real... Horsing around. Yeah. yeah for sure. For sure. Um, and then we have Michelle saying, and this is, like, right after Piper gets sent home, quote, before I make my toast, I just... Uh, I, I just want to make sure that I look good for the camera. So I'm going to knock out a few pu- push-ups real quick. Yeah. <laughs> End quote. And, she, and everyone starts laughing. Like, normally that might be an awkward thing to say, but it's clear it was a joke. And she, like, hands off her 
champagne or whatever and gets down and does proper push-ups. And I was like, oh my, like I can't even do a push-up, Lisa, <laughs> without collapsing. Yeah, she's doing like <laughs> multiple. Like I, I think she did six maybe or seven. I can't remember, but I was like, way to go. I was proud. It was, it was... Guys, it was a whirlwind. This episode, my God, this episode, this past week and a half has been a lot. Um, Thank you guys for just, this was a long episode. I had a feeling it was going to be, thanks for bearing with y'all, because we had a lot to discuss. Um, I am ready for, I guess this comes out Sunday, so I'm ready for tomorrow, y'all. I'm ready to see this, these hometowns. I'm very excited. I'm invested. Who do you think he's going to send home from the hometowns? He has to send home two people, right? Is that yes. right? Am I crazy? Or is it only one person? Because Fantasy Suites is three, three people, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I bet uh, me thinks he's either going to send Brie. home Brie or Serena Peace. Yes. Brie or Serena Peace. I P. think it's going to be Brie. Depending. Unless Serena Peace sends herself home. Maybe. That, that could, happen. could happen. If she like if she has that conversation with her sister and afterwards she's like, yeah, I can't do this, then that could happen. Because we didn't really see Serena P in the promo much apart from the meeting with her family so that could happen that could be an an, i don't know we'll see we'll see you got y'all i'm excited i'm ready oh just be well y'all just be well treat yourselves (laughs) it's gonna be it's gonna be a harrowing next couple episodes i already feel it i'm gonna have to just find a giant duvet and a big mug and drink some hot cocoa or wine i haven't quite decided yet while i'm watching the rest of these episodes but I'm excited. Uh, please, please, please send us an email if you feel so inclined with your thoughts and feelings at hungryrosespod at or yeah, hungryrosespod at I love that you have to say um, it multiple <laughs> times. And then, you know, if you're also feeling so inclined, please, please, please leave us a five-star review. We would love that. It would mean the world to us. Um, and yeah, stay hungry stay hungry and stay apologizing appropriately yeah (laughs) amen sister Bye. bye